Hi, Vibers. Welcome to another episode of Vibing Out with Vi. Today, we're going to be recapping some Bachelor stuff, but we have a very special guest this week. This is Margot. She is from the D.C. area in the States, and we have a funny story of actually how we met. So if you want to say hi, Margot. Hi. So Margot and I, actually, it's really good that she's recapping an episode with us this week, Sierra, because Sierra doesn't know actually how you and I know each other either. But so Margot and I both obviously loved The Bachelor, The Bachelorette so much that we listened to a podcast way back that had Kay and Derek, right? It was Derek? Yeah. And I don't, I don't remember last names, but two people from bachelor nation and they had this podcast where they would recap bachelor nation and on their podcast, they talked about a Facebook group where like, you can follow this Facebook group and connect with all these people that are like-minded that like bachelor recap it, whatever. So we both happened to join this Facebook group. And then somebody just randomly posted in the group, like, Hey, do you guys want to get together on Instagram? And do like, not really like a follow train, but like where you promote each other's Instagram. So we have this group where like all of us like tell each other when we post something and we all like boost each other's feeds. So Margot and I've probably been following each other on Instagram for, I want to say maybe three years now. Yeah. I can't even remember. I think it's been three years. Yeah. Cause I think it was pre pandemic that like I joined this group. Yeah. <laughs> we both clearly have a passion for bachelor nation. So I don't know if you want to chime in and say anything else, Margo. Yeah, I same. Like, I don't remember how I joined the group other than I think it was through the bachelor podcast. And then I have a small business. I'm an event planner. So when I saw the like follow us Instagram, I was, I thought that would be great for my business, but also just could be cool to connect with some other fellow bachelor nation people. Yeah. You're so humble. You're so humble. You have a small business of wedding planning. My boyfriend said to me before uh, we jumped on our call, he's like, the person that you have on says that she's been in Martha Stewart's magazine. I was like, wait, what? I was like, I I didn't know that. So I went on your Instagram. I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. So you have to kind of tell me a little bit about that. I Yeah, we can talk about that another day. I've been doing event planning for about 10 years. So I have a business in DC and we focus on weddings in the luxury market. And so I personally like wasn't in Martha Stewart, but a couple of mine um, were in it for their beautiful wedding. That's still so cool. Yeah. Congratulations. That's amazing. Congrats. That is incredible. Really. Um, But I'm excited. This is podcast ever. And I just... I started listening to podcasts because since I work at home, even before COVID, um, it was just like a good way to like coworkers kind of hear some like noise in the background. So half the time I'll be working while I'm listening to a podcast. Right. That's usually me too. Like uh, Sierra knows that I was working, I'm still working in an office job, but I was working in an office job about three years ago. And it was actually the opposite where it was so quiet in my office that I'm like, I need noise. Otherwise I'm probably going to go insane because I'm so extroverted. So I started listening to podcasts for that reason too. I'm like, I need something. And then Sierra, I just forced to listen to podcasts because I have my own. (laughs) No, I actually used to listen to a couple of lifestyle ones that I enjoyed. It was this girl that was in university. She was like maybe 23, 24. 
And she just had these interesting topics of friendship breakups and how to realize who's actually there for you in this life, healthy eating, good morning habits. So I found it was good to listen to in the shower when I'm driving. Like it was a good motivational start to my day. But then she stopped making podcasts and then I stopped listening. So it sucked. Yeah. Oh, that's always the worst. But uh, we can get right into it because I have some hot piping tea this week. So before we recap this week's episode, I just wanted to kind of touch on some stuff that I read and find out if you guys have heard anything and your thoughts. So I'll get right into it. So Nick Fial and Ben Higgins, I think, did a podcast together and they were basically like shit talking Rachel. Like, I'm not surprised. They said that she's prioritizing all the wrong things and it's not a a popularity contest. And I was like, correct. Yeah. So Sierra, I don't know if you've listened to any of our recaps, but Sierra and I are like hardcore team Gabby and not team Rachel. Margot, like it's honestly quite alarming how like not team Rachel we are. And I feel bad after the episode. I'm like, wow, I just shit talked somebody I don't even know, but I can't stand her. There's truly some moments where my mom and I fast forward whenever she's on the screen because I can't even be bothered to listen to her at this point. It's she's annoying me. So I know that you guys are not team Rachel because I listened to some of your earlier podcasts and I'm conflicted because actually Rachel and I are birthday twins. I found out her birthday is the same as mine. And so I look at her as, I mean, she's young, right? She's like 26. I'm, I'm not going to say how old I am, but she's like (laughs) a young, she's not a young me. I'm not her at all, but you know, she's like that young girl that you just like want to give her a boost of confidence. I don't think she's a bad person. Yeah. I think she's getting a bad edit. I don't think she's a bad person. I just think this might not be the show for her to share with someone else. She's too insecure. Yes. She needs some confidence. She needs, I think before you can love someone else, you need to love yourself. And she, thank you. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. Like she is really insecure and I feel really bad for her. And I feel like nothing good is going to come out of this season or this sort of thing with her because yeah. I think she lacked confidence on Clayton's season to begin with and we obviously all saw that with the Clayton breakup like that I'm gonna be really honest I bawled my eyes out when Clayton broke up with her just because of how broken she was because I know myself I felt that brokenness and just like watching it and seeing somebody yeah. else go through it knowing like that feeling it 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 hurt me, but I was kind of hoping that her having this opportunity to go on the bachelorette that maybe, I guess it's not a short period of time between the recordings of it, that maybe it would have been a different, a, just a different adventure for her. And I just, yeah, I agree. I feel like she's a little bit too insecure and is, is just going into it with a really skewed mindset in my mind. Like I I'm agreeing with, with Nick Vial and Ben, the fact that I don't think that she has her priorities accurate. Like, so what did he said here is, uh, this is not, a, and this, this hit home for me. This is not about finding 10 guys that you're into 
or five guys you're into. It's about finding one person. And I feel like she is too wrapped around the fact that she wants every guy to like her instead of fixating on the fact that there's a few guys that really like her, or maybe there's one guy that really likes her or who do you like? Who do you really like? Put your energy into that. Like, obviously we don't want a Claire season where they forget about everybody else that exists, but like also hone in on like Tino and Zach and Tyler. This is what we were saying last episode. You don't even know these guys, but you're upset that they don't like you. Why are you upset if a guy doesn't like you? You don't even know anything about him. He might be a total dick. Who cares yeah. if he likes you if he's an asshole? That's what I mean. She's just kind of priorities not in check, just like they said on that podcast. Yeah. I think that possibly she's getting some bad advice from production. I could see like, that. You know what goes on behind the scenes. But like, yes, yeah, I mean, we can get into it more with the episode, but like, was it her idea to not go on the group date or was she maybe having a bad day and production was like, you should just stay back. You don't need to go. Or Jesse in that little, little snippet that we saw of that conversation with Jesse, Jesse's going, you know what? You're, you're probably better off just relaxing. Like, just take it easy. Yeah, Cause you're right. I, I don't know how much Sierra has listened to other bachelor podcasts, but I know you and I listen to the bachelor. I listen to the vile file recaps. Like I listen to uh, chicks in the office recaps. I listen to quite a few different but it's the ones like the vile files and like the bachelor where some of these people have been in those positions and they talk about how production goes that yeah. my mind always goes that way too. where, what are they doing? They're like puppets. Right. I sort of in that moment with Jesse wondered like how it would have been different if Caitlin Bristow was there, like, would she have been like the hype woman that Rachel needed to, you know, get out there and get the guys or would it not have, helped or made a difference because Rachel was already in that mindset of I'm, I'm I remember looking spot. at the screen I'm like push her push her yeah. tell her to go tell her to go and I'm hopeful and even my mom goes no 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 he showed up at the date to tell the guys that she's just running late she wouldn't cancel and then you yeah. know what she didn't show up and that's a Rachel move you know who would have went if this happened Hannah Brown would have went she would have went she would have hustled through Tasha would have went Tasha would have said who gives a shit if this guy doesn't want to be here for me? Who cares? Look at all the other guys that are here for me. Why am I going to waste my time crying over one guy that I don't even know if I liked? Yeah, right. It's so true. Okay, so next tea that we can talk, because I know we don't want to touch too much into the episode just yet. So the Nate tea. So I don't know what either of you heard, but so there's two sides of every story, but a, where is it? A girl from Nate's past says that she dated Nate from 20 to 21. And in quotations of what she said, I cried for a guy who kept his kid a secret for me for one and a half years when we were dating. And I find found out on reality TV. Wait, Nate has a kid. Yes. Yeah. You, you missed that part. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. He has a daughter. It ha- he said it on his first one-on-one date with Gabby. Oh, this is sorry. I oh. thought you meant Michelle's Nate. Oh, no, no, no this season, this season. Okay, Sorry. yes, I know about Nate. I know about Nate's kid. Okay, wait, so he he didn't tell his ex-girlfriend about it? For uh, one and a half years, so the whole time that they were together, he never told her that he had a kid, and she only found out because of this, this show. So even after the fact, that's like, bad. 
I don't know. I feel for the girl, but I don't know. Like how serious was this relationship? Right. Yeah. I'm not going to jump. Listen, I'm team Nate till I die. So for me, I need more substantial evidence to know that he was malicious and why he did it because ultimately if his intentions were to protect his child and cause he wasn't sure about the girl yet, or maybe they weren't that serious. It doesn't matter. It's your child. You decide what you want to share, I guess. And if you guys, if you're not in the serious relationship and you don't owe her any information about that, then what does it matter? So Margo, as a mom, what is your thoughts on that in your perspective? Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree. I don't know how serious they were if I I'm married, but if I were single, I definitely wouldn't introduce my kids until I was serious about someone. So. Right. I I see. I agree with both of what you're saying. I'm so teammate, but a part of me, even at the beginning kind of had like fuck boy, fuck boy vibes from him. Like I'm like, he kind of seems like a little bit of a smooth talker. Like he just, it's not, it's not that I don't think that he's honest with what he's saying. He just seems to always say the right things. And he might be not a smooth talker, but somebody that falls too fast. That too. That too. Definitely seems smooth. Like he knows what to say. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then on the other hand too, it's like with this other person or just having a child, if you want, if they are going to be serious, you want your, to make sure your kid likes them. And you like, if your kid isn't part of your life, then it would be normal that they would meet someone that you're dating. So, yeah, yeah. Like that's like, how do you, how do you hold for a year and a half? Like I get like, you know, six, seven months, but a year and a half that you don't have a kid. Like how often are you in your kid's life or how often are you spending time with that person? I just feel I mean, like there's hard- some people that have, Let's say there's some people that have parents that have no idea that their kid has been with somebody for three years, right? Like you're able to hide whatever you want to hide if you're careful, right? And maybe he has a reason as to why he didn't want to say it. And it might not be malicious, right? But if it is, that's pretty fucked up, right? Yeah. All right. So next, next thing is I haven't followed really anything from, um, the pilot season in a long time, but I saw that Maddie uh, is engaged, which is wild to me. And I mean, I'm seven happy months. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy for her, but I mean, there <laughs> the money. You think money? <laughs> he I seems. Know, I, I don't. don't know this. I don't know him. He seems like a nice enough person. Yeah, um, she's you know obviously like. He seems cute and she's beautiful, but it just seems really fast. Super fast. I think Maddie, her name's Madison, right? Yeah. I feel like she found somebody that reads the Bible every night and she forced him to put a ring on it. <laughs> I you have a lot in common in that regard. Like they probably yeah. are a perfect match for each other because they're both. Yeah, she needs that. Yeah. They have like a very, I think, shared values. Yeah. Unfortunately, when it's this rushed. I can't be hopeful for anything. I'm like, you know what it is? They say, I know that people can get married after however long, but they say that in a year, you can still be in a honeymoon phase, right? Yep. And I don't know how much time they've spent together within seven months, but are you sure that you've had arguments, that you've had disagreements, that you know 
everything there is to know about each other, financials, like there's so much to discover about a person. So unless they moved in together day one and they've just been living together for seven months, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, you know, uh, big on faith or anything like that, but I, I feel like because faith was so important to her when she was on Pete's season that she might be leading so much with that because she found somebody that, you know, maybe shares the same values and enjoys going to church and doing those things. And that might just be enough for her to almost kind of not think about anything else. And whether that means that they'll be successful or not, I don't know. But I watched a quick little video where she said that she knew he was the one on their first date when she was like, you know, uh, we just were vibing, like everything just made sense. We had good conversation. Um, and then she's like, all I thought is if he says that he wants to listen to Drake, like I want to marry him. And then she got in his car and he's like, do you mind if we just drive around and listen to Drake? And she told him, I'm going to marry you one day. And then they sat in their car listening to Drake and they prayed for Drake. And they like were happy that they were praying for Drake. So that's what I mean, where like she's leading a lot with her faith, right? That's that's something that's so important to her that that might be the top priority in her her wants and needs that if somebody is fulfilling that in itself, that forget about finances and all those other things, they can work on that if they share the same values. You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody has something that they're like, that's a deal breaker for me. This is what I want the most. And to me, it seems like that you know, somebody that loves God. I think for both of them, that's what they want the most. So it probably, you know, will work out. Yeah. I I'm, I'm hopeful. I know you're Sierra, you're not. Um, okay. So two, three, four, four other things that I want to touch on before we start talking, uh, bachelor, I will edit this out, but Margo, just so you know, when we hit, 8 30 I'll look at the countdown. I'll get a countdown of 10 minutes where I can still record and then we'll end it. I'll give you guys uh, a minute and then we'll jump on the next one. Okay. So, um, Katie and John splitting up. I know that that's not like super recent. That was in June, but like that was not surprising to me, but also shook me to the core because I can't believe that after everything that happened with Katie, that she went and jumped ship and went to John that they didn't work out, but I'm not surprised. What are your thoughts? I'm just trying to forget about her at this point. Like I'm annoyed. I'm over her. She was my least favorite (laughs) bachelorette ever. Same. And I actually really wanted to like her because I did like her on Matt James's season. Yeah. And I didn't even think she was a tattletale on Matt's season. I actually thought she was doing it for the sake of the peace in the house that the people are like, Oh, shut your mouth. They don't talk shit about other people. I'm like, there's people getting actually bullied in this place. Yeah. Go say something. And she wasn't saying something to him for a rose or to get closer to him. She looked like she was actually there to make sure everyone was being respected. So I liked her. I had good hopes. And then what the hell was that season? What even was that? Disastrous. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. I didn't enjoy that. I don't know about you, Marco, but it was no, completely agree. It was, it was like it was terrible just even watching it. And then I couldn't even be excited for Michelle's season because I just watched this 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 shit show of a season with Katie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Now next breakup, Michelle and Nate. That 
I was, again, not surprised, but disappointed because I was hopeful that maybe they would work out. Yeah, they seemed really great together. I was I was bummed, but, you know, she's going to be fine. She's beautiful. She's smart. Um, she picked the wrong guy. End <laughs> of stories. Plain and simple. They always do. And now that $200,000, they get to just split it like that. Boom, bang. That's it. Gone. And who did you think that she was supposed to pick? I forget who was at the end. I genuinely, I don't even know who it, it was. was. I just knew it wasn't Nate. Brandon and Nate were the final two. I thought but Brandon even was if too she, young for her and just like, I agree. a little bit immature. Like he seemed nice, but just not at the stage in life where he was ready to get married. I think Michelle wouldn't have ended up with anyone else because all her eggs were in that basket for Nate. And we know that. So I yeah. mean to get to believe in another guy there because I didn't get to see an actual connection form with another guy there because it was all hands on deck for Nate, you know? Yeah, so. I agree. All right. Next topic. Second last topic, Peter and Kelly were spotted in Chicago like this past week again. <laughs> so Margo, you should talk about this because I don't give a fuck about Pete anymore. Like I'm annoyed. <laughs> you know, when he ended up with Kelly the first time, I was like, they together. Um, I've really haven't followed either one of them to be honest so i'm kind of the same like move on but him and kelly getting together after the season started just felt like such a waste of time because you could have just been with her on the show and what you sent her home because she wasn't making that much of an effort maybe she's a normal person (laughs) and she's actually there for a relationship and wants to take it slow and not get engaged after two months oh but now that you got rejected and that you're a mess Let's go back to the safe option. What is that? It's a mess. <laughs> it is a mess Sorry, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's okay. All right. And last thing, and then we'll we'll talk Batch. So Bachelor in Paradise, are you guys going to watch it? Are you excited? I am because my opinion is that we have more success rates on Bachelor in Paradise than we do on any Bachelor or Bachelorette season. We get marriages and babies out of this thing. So Baby, I, babies, babies. I watched The Bachelor and The Bachelorette purely for the drama. And then I watched Bachelor in Paradise for the love. <laughs> I agree. I, <laughs> what are your thoughts? To watch it. I also like, just think it's fun. It's just more fun when the guys and girls are all together the whole time. Yeah, it's more enjoyable. And like, it gives people an opportunity to actually build a connection with one person and not like, 500 people being there for you you can kind of go no not into it oh this person i am how do you think rachel would be on bachelor in paradise how do you think she would even survive Mm, i think she'd get her heart broken i think that she would be waiting for somebody in particular they would come down and maybe they would you know work out at first and then that person's eyes would you know, shift as another person comes down that maybe they were also waiting for. And then I feel like she would be utterly crushed. I think the immediate heartbreak would be, oh, wow. Yeah. I had an interest in him. He's so cute walking down the stairs. (laughs) I think he's going to pick me for a date card. Doesn't get chosen immediately balls breaks down. It's over for her. She's not going to find love here. Nobody (laughs) likes her. (laughs) And then she goes, then she sends her cell phone. Oh Yeah. Okay, no more, no more Rachel hate for right this time. All right, week five. So first off, the way that the episode started was Logan and 
Rachel. So who wants to take it away on their thoughts of how that went? You look so you hate here. Let's let Margot talk about it because she's not such a, a hater of Rachel. So let's talk about your thoughts on the Logan situation, how he handled it, how she handled it, that kind of thing. Great. Yes. I think overall too, too much Logan on this episode for me, but yeah, I thought actually in general, Logan did the right thing by going to her. He handled it pretty well. Um, I loved when, when Rachel shot him down and was like, stop talking when he started trying to explain why he was ending things with her. I thought that was her best moment of the episode. Yeah. Um, showed her power and confidence of but- the season. Sorry. <laughs> Sierra. <laughs> but yeah, basically Logan is there and he says he's not into her. He wants to pursue Gabby and he doesn't know why because she, she's so beautiful. She basically says like, okay, that's fine. Go away. Um, <laughs> and then puts her robe on and decides to cry. Um, <laughs> sorry I have to laugh decides to cry and no, she she got she got upset I was confused as to why she was that upset because the previous week she didn't really talk to Logan um she didn't he didn't seem like he was going to be one of her top guys so for me watching as a viewer I was like okay thank you next like get yeah. over it. yeah and I I agree too because you're right. And I mean, it's not to say that they didn't have any conversations that week, because again, we don't know what they showed, but or actually, sorry, what they actually did versus what they aired. Um, but yeah, I agree. I didn't feel like he was number one. But even if I think back to the beginning there, what we saw was only just like maybe one conversation. And that was like the first night, I think that they interacted and they kissed, right? Didn't they kiss? He kissed yes. both of them, didn't he? Both girls. Yeah. And then she like instantly like Sierra and I would say stick her stick, stuck her tongue in somebody's mouth and then got excited and was like, I like him. And it really upset me because I feel like she claimed him and she didn't actually yes. even get, yeah, she didn't like Gabby have an opportunity to say, Hey, I'm also interested in him because in this episode, we hear Gabby voice that she actually has always been interested in him. And that's the first time that we hear that because she couldn't say that in front of Rachel, because I feel like she's trying to protect Rachel's feelings. But you had to be blind to not even see their connection when they first had their conversation immediately after Logan and Gabby talked for the first time, I go, Oh my God, I love the way that they banter. I love their connection, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as Rachel said something, I really like him. I'm like, fuck because there's no way gabby's not gonna back off if roles were reversed are you kidding me rachel be like but what do you mean like i like him (laughs) and margot for one point that you said about i don't understand why she was so upset she's upset because it's another rejection for her yeah but i hate it when she's on the camera it's happening again and again all over again what happened three times in the same evening and yeah. then once now, what are we even talking about? So I just feel like she overdramatizes a little bit too much. And also though, if you think about the three guys that rejected her, that she was super upset about, did she even have connections really with them? That was no, so awesome. that's what I mean. She's just insecure, man. 
but she is, she's a big, big insecure. So you, you hate Rachel, but you love Avon. So do you want to talk about your thoughts on the Avon one-on-one Sierra? Cause I know how much you love him. I don't hate Rachel. <laughs> I just think she's a terrible bachelorette. And whenever she says she is, I'm like, you are <laughs> okay. Um, I don't, I don't know if I love Avon. I like Avon. I think he is surprising me. I think he's a stand-up guy and I like the way he communicates. He can get very real with her. When Rachel's talking about the things that she likes about him, it's very surface level. But I feel like Avon is a little bit more willing to get deeper with her. And she's just, like I said, on an interview basis sometimes for me. And I don't even see the connection there because she's so zoned in on will he offer me what I need, you know? Yes. But But I like their one-on-one date. It was very, very cute. I will say that. Their one-on-one date was really cute. I apologize because I just realized that I wrote the one-on-one and then like skipped through all the other things because I know Margo took notes too. Um, So what I told, what I wrote actually about uh, Logan showing up to (laughs) talk to Rachel is, Rachel thinks Logan shows up to do something romantic for her. She got excited and then was heavily disappointed, obviously. But I liked how his interaction was too. I, I thought he was really polite. Um, but I have to talk about, because I don't know if you guys see Bachelor memes at all, but we need to talk about how orange Rachel's hands were in comparison to the rest of her body. Please yeah, tell me you saw pictures of this, Margo. And if you didn't, I'm going to send these to you after this call. No, send them to me. So bad. Like somebody I need to be that did the person that did that. Yeah. But even Gabby's wasn't as bad. It wasn't as noticeable, but their spray tans were not great. Somebody yeah. did them dirty knowing that they're going on television. And the way that it reminded me is uh, people that do uh, like bikini competitions and they get the professional spray tan uh, right before they're about to go on stage to do their competition and their spray tans are so like orangey and then their face is just really white <laughs> because they don't spray tan their face. That's literally what it reminded me of. And it was yeah. horrendous, horrendous. Uh, yes. Yeah, so then she cries. Oh, I said, stop saying every week you don't want to do this anymore. Then don't. Yeah. Can we talk about Gabby's response to him in her conversation? Yes. Yes. Um, Sorry. I wrote, I wrote literally like bullet point points about everything, but yes, let's go and talk about, I want to hear both your opinions on how the conversation went down between the two of them. I thought Gabby was super empathetic to Logan and to Rachel. I like that her first priority was making sure like her asking him, how did she take it and not looking like she was curious, but more concerned. I appreciated that for her being a friend and a bachelorette. And I like how before she did anything, she checked in with her first and the way she checked in with him, uh, it with her was very cautious, careful, you know? Yeah. I loved the reaction. Sorry, Margo. I'll, I'll let you talk in a second. I love the reaction. Gabby, when Rachel's like, no, I didn't go on the group date. She was like, yeah, because it's like, what do you mean? You're so selfish. <laughs> Pretty much. Margo, what are your thoughts on both the conversations? I I loved, I wrote, I loved her honesty, Gabby's honesty and how she handled it. I loved how she told Logan, actually, you are our only overlap. Yeah. Um, That was as a viewer, interesting to actually, yeah, she wasn't. 
in him at some point. Um, but she chose to be a girl's girl and let her friend go for him. Um, on the other hand, I thought that maybe she wasn't as into him by letting Rachel go for him, but mm. she's keeping him around. So maybe she does see something there. I have something to actually say about this. Cause I thought about this. Okay. This is one Rachel's karma and kind of, I know that she was putting pressure that she wanted Logan, right? Yeah. What would have happened if Logan denied Rachel's rose right off the jump? He could have been spending five weeks with Gabby. Yeah. Yes. It's I, crazy to think of the what if, right? Yeah. I also I, wrote a note, like, when should Logan have quit? What if he had quit sooner or, like, tried yep. to ship sooner? Yeah. And I, I wrote the same thing. I, well, not the same thing, but I said, Logan cheated the system because essentially that night that they split it up, it was pick who you are going to pursue and only pick that person. And all these other people said no to Rachel that wanted to go with Gabby, hoping that Gabby was going to give them a rose and Gabby did not And he stood there and said, I'm going to accept the rose from Rachel. This is just my thought, but I'm going to accept the rose from Rachel because she's the first person that called me out and I want to stay, whether it's, you know, maybe there's something there with Rachel, but like, I really want Gabby. Like, and he, I, don't know, I feel like it was too soon to make a decision for him. I feel like he was just more so like, I'm not even sure yet who I want. It was very rushed. It was, it was like, I, I think they went, had like two nights with them and then they switched. Yeah. But I think it's a joke how they hadn't figured all of that shit out before they even decided to do the whole yeah. show. What are your thoughts on that, Margo? The fact that like they started off in this weird group setting where it's like, you're dating both of us. And then all of a sudden switch it up because it was making the girls upset. Like, did they not think that, that was going to happen? It seemed as if, and maybe this isn't true, but it seemed as if they were making decisions on the fly. Like they weren't really sure how to approach the two bachelorettes. And so they were just kind of trying things out. And seeing like what would stick. Um, but it does make for a little bit of drama now. Yeah, for sure. But I, I feel like I never watched the season and maybe, uh, I don't know. I know the Sierra's watched a lot more bachelor than I have. Um, but it stems back to like PTSD for other people online about that season where they all showed up and they had to pick which bachelorette they wanted to date right off of the first night. Wasn't it? That's Caitlin Bristow. She even came on too and said, I think having two bachelorettes is extremely misogynistic because if it was two bachelors, I mean, I don't know if I fully agree with her point because I don't think it should be that way either way, two girls or two guys. Rachel said it perfectly in like the second episode, something like we just gave them the power back. And it's true. It's like when you have two bachelorettes, you're opening up the door for rejection. That's you doing that right? When you're a contestant, that's already in the playbook. You're not supposed to be rejected as the person in charge, right? Yeah, essentially. Um, okay. What, what else do we want to talk about? I wrote with Avon um, that their chemistry was uh, like a hundred percent through the roof. I could totally see their chemistry that he was really cute. I really liked hearing about his like personal story um, yeah. Yeah. and just it really like stuck with me just wanting to feel close to your parents. Um, and yeah, I just I wrote that. I really like them together and I a hundred percent see him staying until the end. 
that's what I mean. Um, Violet, didn't I say that he would be top four? I had a feeling he would do something to get himself there. You did call that out pretty early and I have not put him on my top four for like week after week here, but I, I'm forcefully make my boyfriend watch this show with me more at Margo, like every single time and he's not into it, but he makes his comments and he's like, she really likes him. And I was like, yeah, she does. And he's like, no, because when she went to go and kiss him, she like squished his face. He's like, you always do that to me. <laughs> and he's like, no, she, she likes him. And I was like, you know what, actually this date, um, I called it out and I was like, this is kind of what we were talking about last week, Sierra, where all the dates that she's had with these guys, she has not asked them anything about them and hasn't gotten to know them. But with him, she went into that date uh, when they were at dinner and she sat down and she's like, I want to know about you. I want to hear about your it's family. True. Tell me it's about true. Your life. And I'm like, whoa, she must like him because she's actually taking the time to want to get to know him. Or the producers are like, girl, you need to save yourself. The internet hates you. They have like a mic in her ear and they're like, Rachel, read from this script. What do yeah. you like to do for fun? fun. <laughs> we're terrible. We're, we're so bad. No, but I agree with you, Margo. I feel like they really had chemistry and that's probably the most chemistry I've seen with the least amount of kissing in all the other guys that she's had. She kissed them Fair. a lot, but they had more verbal conversation than tongue conversation, we'll say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot more. Um, okay. So, oh, I made a comment being like, I think it's disgusting that Gabby stuck her mouth underneath the, <laughs> the whipped cream nozzle at that Waffle House. Oh, I love and that. I were like, that's so like unsanitary. So many people are going to eat that whipped cream after. I really, I, I thought it was hilarious. I wrote that it would seem like a throwback to older seasons. It just seemed like typical bachelorette group date it was so fun i did actually really like it i thought it was cute the fish oh my god the slapping across the face of the fish was like the highlight of the season for me until and i'm gonna jump forward for a second until she has her moment with logan and logan she's like she's like oh yeah let's play the fishing game or he brings it up whatever and She's like, what side is your good side? And before he even has an opportunity to say anything, just fucking slapped right across the face. And I was like, yes, that's the revenge slap of fuck you for not picking me. Fuck you for going, Rachel. Gabby's <laughs> so funny. My mom and I just laugh at her all the time. Um, this is me jumping ship. I know we'll talk about it. Her drinking that water with Johnny on that date. My mom and I are dying of laughter on the couch. It was amazing. I forgot about that date. Okay. Yeah. So what do you guys want to talk about next? You want to talk about the Johnny date? I want to talk about one thing on the group date and that's, I love Jason. Jason's my top pick. I love him. Yeah. You're, you're team Jason to Margot. All the way. I think he's perfect for her. I think he'd be her, the yin to her yang. Like I just love him. And I, I thought it was so cute that he went in for a kiss. I know. Because my mom's like, Oh, he's shy. He's not shy. He's just reserved. But Gabby brings out, the more outgoing side to him. He's always smiling. He's always having fun with her. He is. And I love that he like kind of, you know, asserted his like not dominance, but like 
he was just like, yeah, I'm going to steal a kiss from her, steals a kiss. And then in his ITM, he's like, I don't give a shit what those guys think. I'm going to get a kiss if I want to. I was like, yes, go Jason. Who's that? Is that coffee? This is Bailey. This is the other one, Margo. Aww, so <laughs> they look <cute>. the same. <laughs> um, They're brothers. What, what other comments do you have, Margo? Any other comments about the group date? see oh i was just gonna mention about the night portion when logan arrives okay yeah let's talk about that Um, when he slips in uh right before what they have there before they give away the rose right exactly yeah Um, he shows up and i wrote that the guys are not happy and i wrote i feel everything nate said basically nate was just like you know it makes me question why i'm still here if if she's gonna bring in another guy which i think is a fair comment and a fair thing to think um but i it to me it feels like producers are at play with logan coming back doesn't yeah. seem completely genuine to me um but we'll see what happens what are your thoughts sierra I liked some of the guys' reactions and some of them I didn't. I appreciate when a man is able to be like, I have to step it up. Like, this is a sign that I need to do more versus why is this happening and getting more on the insecure side. That's more of a turnoff for me. And when Nate said, this doesn't bother me, I want to be chosen, sunk. I'm like, yes. That's exactly what you want to hear as a woman. You don't want to hear that you're being, no offense, a bitch boy and you're complaining. Like if you're the one in the end, you're the one in the end by choice. So did you not like that Johnny's comment? Because Johnny said some stupid shit like, oh, they're gone too at the end. Like what even is that? Yeah, I I didn't like that either. I was kind of like, hey, Johnny, like kind of thought you were, I don't know, not more of a chill guy, but I just didn't really expect that from him. I, I could tell, obviously they were all really pissed and I I'm with you, Margo, on the fact that I can understand why they're upset and that it would make them question things because like everybody else just had five weeks with Gabby and now Logan's coming in and not even, he wasn't even on the group date. So he hadn't even had a group date with her. He didn't have a one-on-one date with her. He had a five-minute conversation with her. And that in itself, quote unquote, was enough for her to give him a rose and, and keep him. That would make me question literally everything and be like, well, obviously my connection with her couldn't be that great if she's willing to to give him a rose. And then obviously she sent two people home. But I kind of think that it's producer-led too. I think that he's gonna go home like in what is next week? Did you week? guys not watch the trailer for upcoming weeks? I did, but I forget now. I did. Just Jesse saying it, pack your bags. bags. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I think he gets sent home or something. something for what? Like, it just makes no sense to go through all that. So it has some shady secret. Like, this is what I mean, though, Violet. The other guys, yes, they're upset, but they have to remember they're on freaking reality TV. It has nothing to do with Gabby at the end of the day. It's a whole production working together to make this shit happen. So yes, it's productions involved. Yes. And actually I think that I think I don't know, this is a really crazy assumption, but I think the reason why he gets sent home is because he goes back and says that now he, he actually still wants Rachel. That's the only thing that I could think of. <laughs> imagine, imagine. Okay. Let's talk Johnny, Johnny's date. How did, how did we feel about that? Who wants to go first? 
Go ahead, Margo. You can go. Okay. Um, I wrote Johnny reminds me of my brother. He's not someone that I would personally go for, but I think that he and Gabby are cute together. Um, I, I love spotties. Uh, Gabby mentioned in the date. She's like, I love spotties. I'm like, I love it too, girl. Um, and they're just kind of kind of quirky together on the date, which I thought was really cute. Um, it seemed like he opened up at night and they are, they were connecting, but I don't really get winter vibes from him. I don't get final vibes from him. No, neither do I. I like their quirkiness and I thought it was really cute. And I am a mental health advocate, but I think that when he started going into like how he's super depressed, he's sad all the time, depressed all the time and has no self-esteem that I think that as much as Gabby was like, this was fun. I had fun with him. I think that Gabby is such a confident, yeah, I know she's cried a bit and stuff this, this season, but she is such a confident woman that Johnny and her would not be a good match on that sense because I don't think they'd be able to match each other's energy. I think that she's... What, yeah, go ahead. Finish, no, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, it's not even about Gabby matching his energy or vice versa. I don't think... At this point, Gabby's already been through so much. You should be able to come into a relationship already feeling confident within yourself, have good self-esteem. Because Gabby doesn't, like, I don't think it's fair to put someone as the role to build somebody up like that, especially at her age, especially with what she's looking for. She's looking for a solid foundation partner, not something that's too far one way you know so that's where I feel for him it's like you need to work on yourself first before you dive into marriage like what are we talking about here you know you know who would be a perfect pair Johnny and Rachel because they have to both work through their shit and maybe they could help each other kind of balance each other out go cry in my bedroom and you go cry in yours that's what no yeah right he'll be like oh my god I'm insecure because you're not paying attention to me and she'll be like oh my god I was just crying in the corner because I felt like you weren't paying attention to me and then they'll pay attention to each other make each other happy that's my crazy toxic mind But I did enjoy their date. I thought their date was so fun. And he really seemed to kind of come out of his shell. Like I was like, yeah. And she even said it. Wow. Like you're so much silly or you're so much funnier than I thought you were. And I was like, wow, he's just being really silly. And, and he was cute, but I'm with both of you in the fact that I don't see him as long-term. I got to take him off my list and, and bump him out of the rankings. Essentially, I still think he's hometowns. I still think he's hometowns. So I, I forget, is it next week and then hometowns or is it next week's not hometowns, right? We have next one week, week and then hometowns. Okay. So is there anything else of the episode that we need to touch on before we I, talk about our tops? Yes, go ahead. I'm going to touch on a couple predictions. Yes, yes. With Tino and Eric specifically. Okay. Love it. Okay. So Tino on the group date or when the group night portion, when Rachel came, um, he pulls her aside and he talks to her and he's like, look, you know, I was really disappointed that you weren't here and I didn't get to spend time with you, which is a fair point, but also makes me think that will Tino get upset when things don't go the way he wants it to? Yes. Yeah. I agree. A hundred percent. 
and and Marlo's if you watch the trailer for upcoming weeks, yeah, yeah, and then we see the trailer and he gets jealous. So definitely some red flags going on yes. there. I think, I think he is there for her. Like I think that probably they would be a great match, but I just don't know if in this environment they will. When work he out. first said that to her, I was like, oh my gosh, he's not afraid to step on her toes. This is good for her. She needs this. Yeah. But then you look at the bigger picture, like the pre, like the upcoming weeks, right? And you realize this is somebody that is going to be more like a Luke P not with what he said, but somebody that's like, if you're so certain about me, you shouldn't even be kissing other guys, right? That's going to be his mindset. I'm so sure about you. Why are you not so sure about me? He would have loved Claire's season because he just wants to be chosen at this point. In my opinion, you say Luke P vibes and actually in that preview, I got Luke P vibes because if you looked at that preview and their interaction, something happens between the two of them. And she goes, why would you do that? Like after the fact. So I feel like either she has sex with him and he says he doesn't want to be with her or he doesn't bring up the fact that he doesn't want her to sleep with other people and she sleeps with somebody. And he's like, that's a non-negotiable because they always, if you think about it, their number one pick, they always make them go last always just to fuck shit up every yeah. single time. Whoever the bachelor is like, uh, sorry, the bachelorette. Cause I don't think they really do that with the bachelor. Or um, whoever looks the most insecure about yes. it. They'll put them last. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. What other predictions do you yeah. have? Margo? And Eric. So I wrote that Eric is not used to being, um, not like the hottest guy in the room. He's Steven not- said that he said the exact same thing. He said he is not used to always getting every single girl and he can't handle it. Exactly. So yeah, I think that he's going to blow up in the coming weeks. Um, and I also <laughs> hate player vibes from Eric. Yes, me too. I hate Eric. He's trash. I never liked him from the beginning. I literally said the moment he responded to Gabby that way, talking about her mom, I said, fuck this guy. He's gone. Okay, remind me, did Spencer go home? No, he's here. Okay, um, Stephen and I collectively have also said that we don't like Spencer. There's weird, he there's something weird. off, like his body language is not invested into her, into the show. It's just uh, kind of like lazy vibes for me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Any other predictions or or thoughts about the season? Sierra, any any feedback on your thoughts on the preview and your top. I'm sad about Gabby saying she's scared of not being a good mother. Cause at the end of the day, like that wouldn't be fair to Nate to bring him all the way to the end and still not be sure if you're ready to be a mom. Like I understand it's not something you can decide on the spot, but you have to give the guy the benefit of the doubt and let him know that you're thinking these things because at the last minute like that, if you're like, she's dating me and she knows I have a kid. So she's ready to be involved with this kid's life. That's yeah. going to be a huge blind side to him. If that's being said two days before the proposal, you know? Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Margo? Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. I don't know. I think that, I mean, just speaking personally, I wasn't even sure I was ready to be a mom until I had kids. Fair. Um, so I can like see where she's coming from, but I think that ultimately I do see him being her top two. And I feel like some of these previews, like they, they're not going to be totally in order of how things really will happen. 
right. so we'll watch and see. And they also like, they, they gaslight the viewers. Like, let's be real. They really, they really show us stuff and like make us think that things are happening when they don't. There's been times where like they showed stuff in the previews and I'm like, I never saw that in the show. Like they, they gaslight the shit out of us. If I'm using that term right, I don't know if I am, <laughs> but they do. Um, okay. Let's go top three, Sarah, or top four. Top, top, yeah. Let me do top four. Um, <clears throat> let's do uh, Rachel first. I'm going to change my prediction from last week, but this is going to be solid. I don't want to keep changing it every week. Like I want to stay true to my beliefs. Okay. <laughs> so Zach, Tino, Avon, and who else do I like? I think Tyler C makes it to hometowns. Okay. So my, my predictions for Rachel, exact same, exact same okay. as yours. Margo, same. what about you? Same thing. Those four times. Tyler's fourth. There's no way he goes farther than that. He's yeah. too invested and Rachel's not good enough of a person to choose him. <laughs> yeah. I go back and forth with who my top two are for those are definitely my top four. I go back and forth with whether it'll be Tino and Zach or Tino and even, but I do feel like Tino is one of the top two and I'm not sure. About I think is. Zach is the winner of Rachel's season. I and so I think too. Tino walks out on her after fantasy suites. Yeah, I, I think Zach is number one for me. He's definitely top two. Um, I don't know who that other second person is. I don't. I don't know if maybe something changes with Avon or if something changes with Tino. But yeah, Zach. Zach's or sorry, not Zach. Tyler's like way down there. Um, okay, what do we think for Gabby? You go first. Go ahead. Um, I I only know a top two. Jason, okay. I can't tell who the other. I guess Johnny, but I don't know. Jason and who? Sorry, cut out. Jason and Nate, I think, are her top two. Mm. And I hope she picks Jason because I just think he'd be perfect for her. I'd like Nate a lot, but I just think that Gabby and Jason seem to make sense. I think Nate is the winner. Back-to-back Nate seasons, but I think Nate is the winner. I think Jason, unfortunately, gets his heart shattered to pieces in the top two. And I think it is uh, Johnny and Logan in the finale. I think Spencer goes home uh, next week. Yeah, I, I'm saying Nate, Johnny, Jason, and Logan, top four. I think next week Logan goes home. And yeah. then I think oh, top four. Hold on. Hold on. Jason go. wait, hold on. Say it again. Logan goes home during hometowns or before hometowns? Before hometowns. So I'm saying, I'm saying it's going to be Nate. Johnny, Jason, and Logan for me this week. And then next week, Logan drops off. They're not going to, I don't think they're going to drag Logan to hometowns. He was just there to stir some shit up. She's taking Jason, Johnny, and Nate. And then Johnny is going to fall off because he's not really it. And it's going to be top two, Jason and Nate. And Jason, I'm saying Jason's the winner. I don't think Nate's. You need four people at hometowns. You do? Well, then I don't know who the fourth person is. <laughs> I don't think it'd be interesting if she were to bring Logan and then not make it. That would kind of be a little bit dramatic. I think that she'll bring Spencer over Logan. I think that Spencer's a dud. He's he's the like the black crayon in the crayon box. He's not shining at all. He's just there for the ride. And they just need a fourth person to fill that slot because Logan, I don't, I don't think I think that. This, in my mind, would be the most dramatic season yet. If they bring Logan to hometowns and he 
fucks up and goes here, meet my parents. Just kidding. I'm in love with Rachel still, or does anything of any sort after she meets his parents and the season for me, because my brain can't handle that. One of two things happens. One Logan realizes that's way too quick for him and he can't bring Gabby to meet his parents or Gabby brings him to hometowns. I don't think Gabby sends Logan home. I think Logan either sends himself home or he stirs some shit because I don't think Gabby would have kept him unless she could have seen him going to hometown. Then what the hell? What Spencer's a dud. Okay. I'm going to bring Mario along because he's my first impression rose and meet his parents. It's the same shit. Send Spencer home. You kept Logan after two days. Didn't of she course send she's Mario home? Hometowns. Huh? Didn't she, she send Mario home? home? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. my point. Yeah. yeah. Logan's going to hometowns. I call it now. And if I'm wrong, take all my money. Okay. If 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 you're wrong, you're buying me wine. If I'm if I'm wrong, I'm buying you wine. We'll yeah. we'll chalk it up to that and we'll drink a bottle Beautiful. of wine. Oh my god. There's so we should uh, end this episode unless you have anything else, Margo, that you want to say. Okay, so we should end this episode on that's who our predictions are. And Margo, we have to have you on on one of the closer to the end episodes and, and see how everything's changed because I really would love to hear your opinion on all this. Same. Sounds great. I'd love it. Thank okay, you. so... I'm going to edit this part out, but I'm going to stop the recording and I have four minutes that we can actually chat before Zoom kicks us off. So thanks guys for joining us. Bye Vibers. Well, that concludes today's episode. Bye Vibers. Bye Vibers.